Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. This week on the Sinistream Club, it's the international man of mystery himself, Mr. License to Kill, Mr. Golden Gun himself, the man from Navin, Pierce Brosnan. It's James Bond and Goldeneye. The name's Bond. James Bond. The world's most famous secret agent is back. We aim to please. And this time, 007 is facing the ultimate enemy. The man who knows him best. Hello, James. What an unpleasant surprise. 006. What's the matter? No pithy comeback? Bang bada bang 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 bada bang 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 if we choose to accept it, that, wait, that's a mission impossible. Fuck. Uh, it's Goldeneye, baby. We're, look, James Bond has been on the list for a long time. And we had to be tactical with, with the first one. We had to, which is the best Bond to, to, to start? Like, I, I don't know how many Bonds we'll do, but you have to start Irish. It's an Irish podcast. Oh, yeah. I was, to, all all them, I was hoping all of the way I was hoping we do all of the James Bond movies. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good... The, um, <laughs> useful <laughs> use of our time mm. yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i think this yeah. I, I think this is the perfect i think the, po- I think the, I think the podcast uh, lost its traction after they did a uh, 17 bonds in a row back to back kind of lost their lost our listener base uh grew a new grew a new one but uh just yeah, me going i just most. i don't think i can say anything else about roger moore it just you know <laughs> yeah yeah he dressed up as a clown i didn't find it funny that's about it <laughs> yeah but look if, if we've mentioned irish if you haven't guessed already or if you haven't guessed by reading the uh, title of this podcast or the <laughs> thumbnail uh we're, we're here to talk about golden eye pierce brosnan's uh debut debut uh into the uh the double o digits uh world of uh killing baddies uh golden eye and look we always start with where does it bring you back down that nostalgic road of of baby junior cine streamers um I'll start. My memories of this movie is getting the video out. I didn't see it in the cinema. Uh, it was one of those ones where I was probably not, I don't know if I, like if I wasn't old enough to go and see it in the cinema, but it was one that I was actively waiting for to come out on video. And I, I got it like on, you know, like the first weekend of the of the video release where it's like a fiver a night as opposed to like, you know, part of the, you know, tree for tree uh, for the whole weekend offer. <laughs> so uh, you have to, you know, you have to turn it around twenty four hours. Um, I, I, I got it first weekend. I came out, brought it home, watched it like three times in a day. Loved it. Thought it was the best thing I've ever seen. Thought it was amazing. <laughs> and I was, I was ten. So like, 
this is probably the one of the most perfect films you could put in front of a 10 year old boy you know it, it kind of has <laughs> it has everything he, he needs <laughs> for his fulfillment um, at that at that point in his life uh, and i was genuinely really excited about <clears throat> pierce brosnan being bond um i'd seen him in mrs doubtfire I'd actually seen Remington Steel. He used to be on on Saturdays on RTE, or, or maybe it was BBC Two, and uh, so I, I was familiar with uh, with the Brosnan. And uh, yeah, I was a fan. I, I loved it. Um, I, I had a heavy positive memory from seeing it, and I for years I just went on saying, "Yeah, Goldeneye is the best Bond film." <laughs> like even though I'd seen it like when I was ten and never saw it since. Uh, so. Is it the best Bond film? Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, like I, as a kid, I loved it. Saw it a lot as a kid. Uh, what about, what about, actually, I'll start with you, Ed, because um, I know, Dre, you've got a whole other link into this movie. So, um, Ed, what's your, what's your memories of this? Yeah, this was my first James Bond movie in the cinema that I went to see. I remember mm. when I was... I guess uh, 10 would have been when License to Kill with um, Timothy Dalton, the the Welsh James Bond, 007. And he, 007. Sorry, Seven. James Bond, 007. I like to sing and I like to kill. And he <laughs> <laughs> he was in a, like, it was the gritty James Bond before Daniel Craig yeah. actually made it successful and popular. Yeah, because uh, like Felix Leiter was eaten by a fucking alligator, which is you know <laughs> almost Bond's kryptonite. He's he's fought a surprising amount of alligators in his in his time. Uh, so I, I I remember friends of mine sneaking into the cinema to see License to Kill when they were ten, and I would be would have been ten because there was there was a way to sneak into Burr Cinema uh, through the back through kind of a hole in the ceiling, and he climbed down. It sounds it sounds very James Bondy. It sounds like yeah. Did did you did you kind of come in upside down and uh, yeah. tap a guard on the shoulder exactly. and say yeah? Tap the usher yeah. on the yeah. shoulder and go. Sorry, yeah. forgot to buy a ticket. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I dropped my yeah, ticket. Yeah, yeah. I'm hanging upside yeah. down. Be- beg your pardon. Forgot to knock. Yeah, but it was uh, <laughs> yeah. It was a very very enjoyable experience, you know, because mm-hmm. there was that sense that I'm, oh, I'm watching James Bond. You know, yeah. on the big screen for the first time. It was same, uh, same kind of feeling I got when I watched um, the Star Wars uh, trilogy when it was re-released because I'd seen it. All right, I, okay. you know, and I'd seen Bond movies, and this movie is a very <coughs> typical mm. old-fashioned Bond movie. But yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great opening uh, stunt and scene. I thought the music was great. I don't. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's if it's held up, but we'll save that. Wait for cutting room floor. But uh, yeah, I just I just had a had a good time. I you know I grew up watching the Roger Moore uh, Bonds first, and then the Connery ones. But uh, this was yeah, just a very enjoyable uh, <coughs> movie experience. You know. Yeah. For whatever th- I was like, I guess sixteen. Yeah. I would have loved to see that opening sequence in the cinema, like that bungee yeah. jump. Oh, it was great. Uh, great. You could, he- you could I, hear I, a pin time. drop in the cinema as well. Like people were like real, like, <gasps> it was kind of a yeah. sort of, ooh. Oh, Jesus. This is, is exciting. <laughs> Did Pierce Brosnan really do a bungee jump for this movie? You can hear, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. hear a mead man drop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, 
you know, nowadays it's like Tom Cruise hanging off airplanes or yeah. he broke his leg jumping for, off a building. And it's like, in this film, we got a real stuntman to do a bungee jump. <laughs> it was like, yeah. but it's a bungee jumps. It's a regular rope. It's not a bungee. I noticed that watching it. It's a regular rope. So if I mean I know I know it's supposed to be a bungee, but it would have ripped his fucking legs out of his <laughs> out of his hips. Yeah. No, yeah. I I mean the uh, the the stunt is a bungee jump, but like the shot you see him, you know, tying oh, up yeah. the the rope is just a yeah. regular rope. And it's 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 pretty cool, like like how it was shot, and the, like it's like silence at the start. You just hear his footsteps. On yeah, the, yeah. There's the a little bit of thing. Great Foley yeah. artist. Wait, Trev, yeah. sorry, I interrupted you. Were you saying you bungee jumped in Australia? or? Hey, twice, bro. Two bungee jumps. <laughs> Two BJs for this guy. Uh, well, you know you know when you bounce back up and go down again, that doesn't count as another go. Oh, 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 God, right, okay. Oh, then I did half a bungee jump then, if that's the case. <laughs> I actually, I bungee jumped um, into a... Actually, I... Oh my god! I've just made this connection, or, or I've forgotten this. Um, when I did my bungee, my first bungee jump, I did it in Queenstown over a big canyon uh, with loads of spiky rocks at the bottom, and I purposely uh, wanted to do like the James Bond hands out in the air dive, very confident <laughs> dive. Yeah, yeah. But I'd for, but I'd I'd misremembered the the the, the stunt in the movie. He's standing completely still and then just like drops with his hands out. Yeah. Where yeah. I like, I took a huge big run and jump and jumped <laughs> off the ledge with my hands sprawled. <laughs> I'm James Bond. But, yeah, yeah, it was like Superman Bond. But the guys afterwards, when they when he gave me the photo, um, they were like, "That was the most confident first time bungee jump we've ever seen." I was like, "Oh yeah, I was trying to be James Bond. I wanted to get a photo, but I I nearly ripped wow. it. Like I when I in midair, the the, the cord wrapped around my leg. So when mm. I when I stretched, I really fucking did my back a bit of a bit of a deal oh, jesus yeah uh, so it's pretty painful but worth it because it got a great photo great content for the gram um <laughs> is so, that on instagram yeah. is that on your instagram no no it was like 20 years it was like 15 uh, years ago it was a very a very poor resolution uh facebook post uh, or bebo post probably uh that could yeah. be anyone that could be bigfoot <laughs> bungee jumping <laughs> yeah 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 it could literally be a photo of goldeneye from a pirate video that's how bad it is uh, <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i forgot about that i did i did i did the goldeneye the g g e b j um so yeah what, what about you dre uh, where does this bring you back this film brings me back to the little room in my parents house sitting there with my three older brothers sharing the the three or four we 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 had two joysticks at one point but we did eventually get four there was always one broken one that we had to like switch around after every game i'm talking about the game here because <laughs> <laughs> the game the game was such a big part of my childhood because it was the the i think probably the only way that me and my three brothers sat in the same room together and yeah. did the same thing and so when I, w- when I was watching it back there again uh, during the week I just kept thinking like oh yeah they did that in the game they, they actually recreated this really well in the game and yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. then I started yeah, yeah. I started watching um, like player videos you know when people <laughs> upload videos yeah, of them playing yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and it really really it brought it all back to me so like the, the film itself isn't like that significant or important to me but 
the the game is. So I suppose the the film is. So you so you um, played the game before you saw the movie. Yeah. Initially, yeah. Well, like, because I would have been only because my brother told me he bought it with his um, confirmation money. So remember when we watched Titanic? Yeah. And he got all his confirmation mm. money. He bought oh, a uh, Nintendo 64 <laughs> and he bought a uh, gold. This podcast is really the kind of life story yeah. of your brother. We really, pu- we really, we really <laughs> plan out the podcast series like so well. It's like all linked together yeah. in a web. <laughs> yeah. That's the arc. Yeah. In the Sinistream verse. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah. It's, it's just like, it's like he started telling me about all the cheats and all that we used to put in. Like, oh, I don't know if you've played a big it was head. Like, Capture the flag. <laughs> yeah. Donkey Kong mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Donkey Kong gun. mode. I never... So, oh, th- these were cheats that cheats, you put in. Yeah. Donkey Kong mode, because the, the guys who made the game also made Donkey Kong. So, you, if you put in these cheats, it made them all small bodies with big heads. And, oh, I know and it, it. I know it. I remember yeah. my cousin did it. Shane did it. Yeah. And yeah. the Golden Gun was brilliant. Yeah. That was a great game. Um, yeah. That was, that was good crack. The here's the funny thing because the golden gun that was like there's like a multiplayer mode where you could do the golden gun but yeah the multiplayer mode in the game <laughs> i only saw this in my research they'd made the game and they were in yeah. like the final sprint of development and they were like one of the guys was like you know I, I could just load all the levels or a few of the levels and just put we could just put players in and they could just like hang out and shoot each other and we could make a game out of it and they're like how long will it take oh, a couple of weeks Oh yeah, we can make that. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, because we're finished. We've, we're finished with development. So yeah, we add that bit on. It was a, it was an afterthought to the whole game, yeah. and it became the most popular part yeah, of the game. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of it's it's like uh, it was like Mario Kart for me and my yeah. brothers and friends. In that, yeah, you just kind of just play against each other constantly. I think we tried yeah. to do yeah. the four player thing. We did that once because we got a loan of the N sixty four off one of Johnny's friends. And yeah, just fucking, just such a great feel to it. Such a the the physics yeah. of the bodies when you shoot them, they always like, and they react to where where you shoot them. Stuff like that just made it so much. Because yeah. like occasionally, I, some lad would surprise you out of a door, and you'd accident. They're gonna go off, and you'd shoot him in the leg or something, and he'd be hopping around, and yeah, then you'd shoot yeah. him in the head, <laughs> and it'd be so satisfying. <laughs> I was like, this, or his helmet could fly off. Yeah, shit, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, great physics. So yeah, various different aspects, different avenues, different angles. Let's let's bring this forward to the academy. You know, for your consideration to the back alley Oscars. What kind of stuff are we are we are we putting it forward for? I I have stuff like I've got general things like it just still looks good. Like I think it, it it's probably of all the Bond movies, this is the first one that has kind of has a timeless look to it. You know, because yeah. when you look at the more ones, they're very dated. Uh, there's obviously stuff that. Pierce Brosnan says, and there's like it still is a little bit sexist, and there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But but how it looks, I think it looks like the the effects and the style and the how it was shot still looks pretty modern. Um, I I have the best opening scene. We just I know we just talked about it. I think yeah. it's up there as one of the best opening scenes in the Bond movie. Shut the like door, that, Alec. I, there's a draft. <laughs> yeah, shut the door, Alec. Like that whole, you know. Build up was cool. Yeah, his his, I, I int- his like introduction is great. He's he's upside down, but then the the little door yeah. opening and ding 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 ding. Yeah, it's it's a cool um yeah intro to this cool suave sophisticated Bond. Uh, when he like that that whole scene, and then he gets to the whatever that is, the big fucking barrel factory. 
<laughs> where he yeah. has that he I don't know what he's, he's the most a, expensive underground toilet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he has if to I shoot if I shoot this battery. lever, then all these silver toilet empty toilet roll holders will fly out and kill them all. <laughs> yeah. And like and the little squeaky uh, wheelie yeah. thing that he's he's hiding behind as he's hiding yeah. behind, uh, like all that stuff is great. It's a nice um, cheeky bond move, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then the explo- like the, the the aeroplane running after it, like the aeroplane is crashing. He jumps after the plane and catches up with the aeroplane, even though that's propelling forward at speed yeah. with an engine and it's heavier and he still manages to kind of swim through the air and get into it. It's the it. sort of thing that and Tom then, Cruise would do for real in a Mission Impossible movie and kill himself yeah, finally yeah. on camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it. And that and the funny thing about the whole stunt thing, speaking of Tom Cruise, like I, I kinda touched on it, like it was the first movie like the like the Mission Impossible model now, all the Mission Impossible movies is always like the the marketing is always surrounded around a stunt mm. or two from the film. Goldeneye is the first film that I remember seeing where there was all this talk about this stunt, and they'd be on the chat shows and they'd be talking about the bungee jump, and it was yeah, yeah. you know it was the biggest record breaking um, stunt, and yeah, 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 yeah. So that was that was kind of cool, and um, but the like. Yeah, I I, fe- I found that I, I remember getting kind of wrapped up into that, and I remember seeing um, Pierce Brosnan appearing on a t- uh, TGI. Is it TGI Fridays? The Chris the, Evans, the Chris yeah. Evans show. So I remember, I remember appearing on that and just thinking, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" This Irish lad talking about being Bond and talking, about, even though he's pretending to be British, and uh, talking about uh, you know bungee jumps. This is this is fantastic. But I remember the whole interview; they were just talking about this stunt, um, and I wanted to see the film for that stunt. Um, so yeah, no, look, uh, but yeah, best opening scene, best build up. I also have the best foreign speaking by uh, by Pierce Brosnan. I've noticed, and I actually watched Tomorrow Never Dies recently as well. And it's a thing that Brosnan does. There's always a, and I, I think he does it in the world is not enough as well. There's always a scene where he's like in a new city, and he has to talk the native tongue, and they always give him like the most basic dialogue, and you can tell that Pierce Brosnan probably stayed up all night trying to learn off these lines. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a bit where uh, he, um, he, it's a bit where he gets out of a car, and this like French guy opens a door for him, and Pierce just looks like he's really concentrating, and he goes, "Bonsoir, Pierre." Ça va bien? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's like, cool, James, you got this. International man of mystery. Uh, he just let, yeah. It's like, like what every <laughs> British person says on their holidays in a French-speaking yeah. country. <laughs> yeah, ça va bien? Yeah. Mm. And then I, I've got James the best James Jouet de la guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've got uh, other things I have as um, best um, be- best female Bond name. It's I thought in the nineties they got rid of all the Bond female names, but they didn't. Like Miss Onatop. Yeah, <laughs> like it's such a it's such a ridiculous name, Miss. Yeah. I actually burst out laughing yeah. when they said what her name was. I'm like, ah, lads. I mean, it's on. not quite you know pussy galore, which is like even for 1964 yeah. that was like, God, what? What? Um, <laughs> Yeah, on a top is a little bit, and yeah. it's not quite more of a nink and a what. Like, it's it's the mid ground between pussy galore at one end, and in Austin Powers, a lot of vagina. I think on yeah. a top is a you know it's just acceptable enough for like the kids maybe didn't get it, yeah. but the yeah the parents are like oh 
Oh, the only yeah, it would have been worse if her first name was something like um, you know, I like it. Yeah. It's like, you know, but it's uh, I like it on it a suits top. it suits her personality as well because she is, you know, a strong a independent murdering seemingly getting off on it slightly yeah. sweaty uh sexy uh bond villainess, you know. Yeah. There's a, there's a yeah, lot of classic I, kind of archetypes in this this bond movie, oh yeah. you know. She she was a good um like uh, Famke I can never say her Janssen. name Famke Jansen. Yeah. Um she is good at yeah, this. Yeah, like yeah. I it took me it took me I had to kind of adjust to how crazy <laughs> she was uh, and get used to it. But like yeah, she was kind of cool. The right, and she's like, the right level of crazy. She didn't go she didn't go overboard. Yeah, well, except for the fact that she has multiple orgasms as she kills about 400 people yeah. in an office. Uh, but uh, yeah, not, not overboard, though. Just a <laughs> nice uh, sedate <laughs> level of... Uh, <laughs> she's a chill Bond girl, you know? <laughs> yeah. There, uh, I, I watched the... Uh, there was a kind of watch-along that... Um, oh, the Pierce Brosnan did during lockdown. The yeah. Pierce Brosnan did during lockdown good? for Esquire. No. And I watched it. I didn't, I didn't, that didn't come across my desk. So he he's sitting he's sitting in his house in Hawaii, and it's 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 really really funny because he just he his daughter set up his laptop and like set it to record and then press play, and then he's just sitting there going, "Hello," because it's not a, it's not like a live stream oh. like comments aren't coming yeah. up for him. He was yeah. just given told to record and given a list of questions and they just said like, you know, turn to the questions whenever you need something. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's like, this is, um, well, this is very awkward, but happy to do it for the, you know, the, you know, we're going through an awful time at the minute and he's just sitting in paradise. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Life was so hard for all you people, uh, yeah. in, uh, yeah, yeah, numpty dumpty land. But, uh, but to clean my pineapples a- with sanitizer and my coconuts. <laughs> There's so many funny moments where, like, he's he's in the middle of telling a story, and then he'll see something, he'll catch whatever's happening on screen, and the scene where uh, Van Kiansen was having sex with the with the general on the boat, me, oh yeah, he just like he just like <laughs> cut his story short and just went, sorry, I shouldn't be talking over this scene. <laughs> <laughs> a man has died. Yeah. Have to show some respect. That scene scared that fallen. scene scared me because that guy looks so much like me. Um <laughs> it's yeah, quite yeah. Hey, I we, back at the Oscars, uh Pierce Brosnan one of the best bonds, I think. Absolutely. You know, yeah. cuz obviously yeah. they changed him and now he's kind of gritty and like I like Daniel Craig mm. but in that sort of classical suave again like yeah. he's kind of like he's kind of like a mash of of all of the bonds that came before him in in a way, you know. Yeah. He's got the good yeah. looks of Connery, he's got the he, he can deliver a quip pretty pretty good. Um yeah. there are a few a good good quipper. Good quipper. And he's got a bit yeah. of a does Parts in it where you see he just it's a bit of grit. A switch goes off and he just becomes a cold blooded fucking assassin of Her Majesty's yeah. government. So he's yeah, yeah, I think Brosnan is his and his hair is so perfectly what just long enough. It's like they they yeah. kinda didn't want to ruin his hair by cutting it too too short. Yeah, the only bit where I thought it was too long was when he was in the pool lying back and his head just looked like it was like <laughs> a big fuzzball. <laughs> oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, when it does that, yeah. <laughs> When he's water. swimming in that big song, like what's he doing? That, that that scene actually, 
when he's swimming in the sauna. It's like he's there. He's in town on business. Yeah. Like, very aggressive business. You know, he's there to uh, meet this Yanis group and fucking yeah. do some crazy espionage shit. Like, who has time to go to it? Like, but he's got to decompress. I was, I, I, I was a week <laughs> in Canada on a work trip, and I didn't get an hour to go for a swim. He's in, he's in town for one day to kill people, <laughs> and he's fucking uh, sauntering around the sauna with his, uh, with his, well, <laughs> with his lad hanging well, out. that's it. Having his me time. But Trev, that's yeah, it. Yeah. The, you've got to engineer a scene where James Bond can organically uh, take his top off, you know? True. And then if you can have a, and if you can have a lady on, on a top of him... Hey, mm. how bad? Mm. How yes. bad? <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. And then I, I, I get to it, but and it's kind of cutting room floor stuff. But I, just because we talked about it, that whole scene where on a top comes in and attacks him, and then he ends up beating her mm. in the fight, and then she brings him to the Yanis group, and he, mm. he points the gun. Like the whole scene before that was him meeting Robbie Coltrane's character, mm. the Russian guy, and he made a deal with him. If you know, if I if I help you with this like side gig, um, and get you some money, will you introduce me to Yanis? And they had a whole scene to make that agreement, and then yeah. he goes to the sauna and she attacks him, and then he beats her up, and then she brings him to the group. What was the whole point of the Robbie Coltrane thing? Was that? Yeah. It was like he didn't even he like, didn't need to go there in the end. Didn't even need to go there at all. Kind of brought yeah. him anyway. Maybe maybe yeah. he needed to do it to show that he was kind of poking around, and then. You know, like he stuck, he stuck yeah. his head up. But uh, yeah, well, no, I guess it was so we could say, "Who's strangling the cat?" Yeah, um, <laughs> who's strangling the cat? So Mini, Mini yeah. Driver could have a little cameo. Mini, yeah, yeah. Is that Mini Driver from Gross Point mm. Blank? Oh my! I loved her in mm. Circle of Friends. She does a great Irish accent, better than mine, <laughs> which you can barely hear. Yeah. Mm. What is the deal with Mini Driver being in the film? I don't know. I, 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 yeah. such a, it was such a little odd, odd little Because she wasn't quite yeah. fame. I mean, when was she kind of, when did she hit the mainstream? Was it probably Goodwill Hunting? When was Goodwill That wasn't for another couple of years yeah. after that. Uh, that was 97, but she was, was still, it? And then Goldeneye was 95, yeah. I think I think yeah. I knew who she was when I went to see the movie. Uh, you know, I don't think I was. She, she was definitely beyond that character. Mm. That, you know, stand by the old man. Um, it was kind of funny though. She was kind of good at the uh, the silly accent as a yeah. <laughs> in a film full of bad accents. I mean, I, to, hers wasn't the to worst. To be honest, I think if you're going to get like oh, you shoot, shoot for a day on a James Bond movie, yeah, playing tiny yeah. little character, you'd probably say yes, you know. Yeah, I think hey, there's probably other bonds. examples of it, like some f- a famous person showing up in one scene. For well, James Bond showing up on. Uh, Fucking Star Wars to be a stormtrooper for a day. Oh yeah, that's what Daniel yeah, Craig did. Yeah. Um, oh, if you really? want to, if you want to go full circle with this guy, they, sh- they should have had um, all the previous Bonds as stormtroopers in one scene. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing they're building next is even bigger. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope I don't get I, killed by the rebels. Mm. <laughs> I, I also have for the for your consideration, best use of a tank in a movie. Um, that tank chase is yeah. Unbelievable, like that, and save a private Ryan. Go that fast. That's no. what I was asking myself. Oh, I think I think uh, was that like a race car with like you know a model, mm. you know, because the guy who did the it models was, and yeah. the miniatures for this yeah. was great. But 
Was that like an Aston Martin with a little foam tank on no, it? No, I felt like it no, was going very it was, fast. It was a it was a stunt car um, with a tank, yeah, built around it. A tank, yeah. um, I thought that. I, I've never seen tanks move. That I think fast. Ta- I think tanks can move that fast, but I don't think that particular. No, hey, I'm. Guys, I'm not, pa- I'm not panzers, tank expert. Is that the one that can move fast? I don't pa- know. I, I, no, I'm, panzers, I'm, are, yeah. panzers are very old. I think, and I think okay. those are like tanks kind of from left, I left over from the 60s. I literally the only type of tank I know. <laughs> so those tanks would be... Yeah, I think, I think it's panzers, is it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me just check my, my tank uh, notes. Uh, I think it's pan- yeah. I remember blowing a lot of those up in uh, Medal of Honor. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the PS3. Yeah. <laughs> Back to games. Yeah. But no, yeah, I think yeah. I think those tanks are from suppose, supposedly from, you know, the sixties. So they're, they, yeah, they couldn't go that fast. Yeah, they're Soviet. Soviet. But uh, to be honest, when I was watching yeah. the movie in the cinema, I had no idea. It's just like oh, cool. Look what they've done. Cool. The tank. <laughs> and they, but the, but this was the first movie they'd filmed in like Russia post kind of Cold War. Yeah. You know, the first Western movie. And like it's like, like how did it, like it's like you well, know that, that tank scene wasn't shot in Russia, shot, was it? No, yeah, I think they yeah, shot a lot of it. Was. Shot, some of oh it yeah, was. some of it was, but I think a good yeah. bit of it was they built a they did yeah, a like, sound stage or something. But they had a yeah. huge they had a huge sound yeah. stage in England. Um, the fucking it was like the size of a football stadium. But they did like around the square and around yeah. the roundabout with the big thing. That was all in Russia, which is like crazy to think they they did that. Um, the one funny part about the tank scene is that at the end of it. When he's he's following um, Sean Bean's character to uh, to that magic train that he has the <laughs> the bad guy train the big dark bullet dark train train that look, looks yeah. like a yeah skull train yeah. and it's like they're getting onto the train and he kind of pulls up in the background in the tank like he's dry, like he's in a taxi you know like turn off the engine turn off the engine it's like he's just like really slowly creeping up behind <laughs> them as if no really inconspicuously yeah. <laughs> you're in a fucking tank james yeah, yeah, yeah. like creepy 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 and, yeah and then he does this thing where he looks at them getting onto the train and then he pulls off and keeps driving like really slowly again like he's in some sort of like little uh, electric car you know it's like duck, 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 duck. you know just before he gets into that tank and when uh Natalia is taken. He get he gets on the run. Mm. Mm. That scene, the day the day they shot that, Sean Connery landed down to the set. Oh, because he was coming down to the Where's studio the new because guy? he he used to come down to the studio to get his hair cut. <laughs> He's bald. <laughs> to get his oh, to yeah. get his uh, crust cut. It's a privilege. It's a James Bond privilege. So there's a there's a there's a famous picture if you want to Google it of of the two of them and they the two of them look great. Yeah, but uh. Pierce Sean Connor, and Sean. Pierce and Sean. So he, yeah. Sean rocked up to the set and uh, he just came over to Pierce Brosnan and just goes, are they paying you enough? <laughs> 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 um, but the, 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 photo, the photo of the two of them on set, it looks, um, Sean Connery doesn't, doesn't look, he, he doesn't look bad. Eight. He doesn't look old. Oh yeah, well that would have been uh, two handsome know, men. Ni- 95. Yeah. He's not that, yeah, he wouldn't be that. You wouldn't be that. You wouldn't be that old by then. I, I I also have best Bond song. Let's 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 um. Let's have well, that Trev, if we can sort of dovetail into cutting room floor, I think oh, oh, it's uh, 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 uh. not a great Bond song. No. I, wow. It's weird. It's like it was stuck in my head, and I was kind of looking forward to hearing the song again, 
um, mm. when I was watching it. And I, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 but to be honest, it's more of an earwig. It's better in your head. It's isn't more it? like it stayed in my head, and I, I'm singing it, and I was like singing it to Luke, changing his nappies. Golden mm. poop on my golden fingers, and so on. And I've just mm-hmm. getting, I got annoyed by it. Like, there's good songs that you hear every once in a while, and then there's songs yeah. that you hear, and it get to me, it's like a catchy song. Yeah. But it was, a, I was a bit like bleh. And then there was one lyric in it that I maybe you could, it, maybe you could explain it for me. Uh, you'll never know. <laughs> it feels you'll never know how I watched you in the shadows as a yeah, child. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you'll never know how I, yeah, I watched you from yeah. the shadows as a child. That doesn't yeah, refer to anyone to, in the movie or any character in the film. It's a it's a reference to James Bond at being a child, growing up in Scotland, looking up and seeing uh, the Russians building uh, a satellite in the sky <laughs> and a nuclear uh, <laughs> a nuclear bomb uh, connected to it that uh, would explode outside the atmosphere and cause an EMP. That's simple. It's, it's, that's what that's what the whole thing that's what the whole song is about. It's the no, but that, it, that's that that is the funny thing about the song. It's like. Bob or Bob uh, Bono and the Edge obviously got the spec, and they're like, you know, can you write a James Bond song? Yeah, no problem. What's the film yeah. about? Uh, gold. It's about Goldeneye. Um, okay, what's Goldeneye? Uh, we're still kind of writing the movie, so if you could just do a song and uh, have, you know, catch, you know, <laughs> make it catchy, uh, you know, Tina Turner or something. I don't know. You, you figure it out, guys. You, you, you're musicians, yeah. right? So th- there's a lot of that, like where it's like if if you think of the fact that Tina Turner is singing about a satellite. <laughs> like nuclear thing yeah. it, it makes the whole song ridiculous but I think as a riff and a catchy number oh yeah it's like it's song. it's catchy but I wouldn't put it I wouldn't even put it in the top five Bond themes yeah but what Ed what would you consider the best Bond song um what about the what about the Radiohead song that was never never made it well yeah see Spectre, have you heard that, Trev? It's a, yeah. Oh, Spectre, Spectre, it's the time to kill Spectre. <laughs> yeah, no, terrible song. Yeah, it's 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 uh, <laughs> it's funny because that's a. I mean, like obviously, I'm a little bit biased. I'm a huge header, as us Radiohead fans mm. are called. Um, I'm a huge tuner, tune head. Radiohead the ball. Uh, Radiohead the ball, and yeah, they they stopped recording one of their albums because they got. They said, "Do you want to do a Bond, the Bond movie?" They got the call, and they did it. And you can you can actually watch it on YouTube. You can watch the opening credits with the Radiohead song, and it's it's a yeah, fantastic, it's gorgeous. gorgeous song. And it, yeah. you know, it really feels like a James Bond tune, yeah. but kind of elevated. Um, and I think with Goldeneye, they got Tina Turner in. They got Bono. It's, it kind of seems yeah. like a safe choice. I know, like another option was yeah. Ace of Bass, who wrote a song. And it was rejected, and then it turned up on one of their albums called "The Juvenile" because it had <laughs> "Golden Eye Juvenile" same syllables. But I think the best yeah. James Bond song is maybe it's a tie between "Nobody Does It Better." Nobody does it better as well. Yeah. And "Live and yeah. Let Die." No. I think. <gasps> I forgot about "Live and Let I, Die." I, I take it back. Fad Camp is a comedy podcast about the ridiculousness of fad diets and diet culture. Hosted by me, Grace Mulvey. And me, Connor Dowling. 
If you have a body of any kind, chances are you've crossed paths with at least one of the bizarre diet trends we cover in our show. And between me and Connor, we have done nearly every fad diet there is. Juice cleansing. Fasting. The potato diet. Which is actually a real diet, by the way, and we don't recommend it. So join us as we try to make sense of the madness that is diet culture. Find Fad Camp everywhere you get your podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fad Camp Podcast. The other thing I have is a best bad guy name, purely because his name is Trevelyan, and I just couldn't think of a more British name. You know, I, I, all has, I kept it has Trev in it. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, and anytime they said Trevelyan, I kept yeah Trev, and then I was also just thinking of uh, you know you stole Trevelyan's corn, uh, so I just kept singing <laughs> the fields of Atten Rye every time they mentioned Trevelyan. He's a good he's he's uh, a good bad guy. Um, well, the, the idea yeah. of a double O agent going rogue was so yeah. good they did it again with um javier bardem um yes because he was yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah he was a, he was a rogue agent but also like a, a, as a plot hole can we discuss the british government um deciding do you know who would be perfect this we could mold this guy into a perfect agent for us which guy that kid whose parents we just slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. He would per- be perfect working for us. I don't think he'll have... Sure, he's not even four. You don't remember anything before you're four. Yeah. Like, we can just, you know, tell him what, what he wants to hear. Yeah. Like, yeah. He'd be grand. Yeah. Shock it, plucking a child from an orphanage where you've slaughtered their parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's you their know? recruitment policy? Like, they get a lot of lads out of orphans. A lot of orphans are double O agents, aren't they? No, no, yeah. no ties, I suppose, you know. Yeah, but do they set up a like a, a stand outside the orphanage? You know, Everything. would you <laughs> thought of becoming a, see the world? See the world? Have you ever thought of becoming uh, a spy? And if anyone says yes, yeah. they just knock them. Great out. expense account. Great expense. I feel account. like they. I uh, feel like they just adopt them and then yeah. they raise them to be agents. Well, that's it. Yeah, they knock, yeah. They knock them out yeah. and they put them in a burlap sack and bring them back and like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said you're yeah. interested. Travel the world. Great gadgets. Great perks. Do you know? Do you know? There's um, one thing I would cut from this movie. What. Mm, Q. Yeah, absolutely. Get out of town, Q. I thought we're trying really? to. Well, we're clearing I house. I felt so bad for him because the man clearly should have retired twenty years previous. He's like eighty yeah. something, it seems. And it just, that yeah. whole scene. The I mean, the only thing I like about it is when he says, "You know, hey, don't touch that. That's my lunch." Yeah. That was That's, that was the big that joke. Was, yeah, that was yeah. kind of funny. But it was just like this belongs in Panto. this belongs in the seventies and the eighties. I think they, I actually they, they should have had they could have had one scene with him where it's his retirement party or something, yeah. you know, and send him off yeah. like that instead of because basically in, the, in in the Brosnan movies he just did the, that same thing again and then he died yeah. and then John Cleese showed up as R. And I was like, yeah. well, they never give him a send-off. Just like, give him a send-off and have him fucking retire. Yeah, get him to do a little speech. Have him uh, save James Bond from someone by like using one of his gadgets or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. Because yeah. that was like, oh, here's the cue scene. And, uh, and yeah, the gadgets, was, all yeah. the gadgets he gives him, he only uses the laser watch. I'm sure we'll get onto that in Trev's watch watch. Hey. But yeah, but I would get, I would get uh, rid of Q. I would have. Yeah, I, I would too. I actually first thing I have on the cutting room floor Ed, um is the Q scene. Uh, it's very. I, I just had it. It's very naked gunner hot shots. Like it's like the gags in the background and the yes, foreground. Like yeah, 
like uh, like it's like when they um it's well that's what that's yeah. what Naked Gun does they're parodying what you got here Ed stuff. Uh, interesting yeah what thing. you got here Ed yeah yeah Frank <laughs> yeah, yeah that whole yeah. thing but the guy is like the guy in the telephone box in the background like you know, <laughs> yes. over the, how many people die in this lab every day yeah. like. What's the what's their debt and service policy? And that, and um, that's what I want to know. That really dates it as well, the telephone box. But, uh, telephone box, but actually, yeah, yeah. wait, the BT we, guys, we never mentioned, you know, because I think if you're going to cut Q, and th- this yeah. is why I think Q should have been cut, it's because M was sort of reinvented uh, by having a new yeah. M, and that M yeah. being played by Judy Dench, who looks about 41 in this movie. She's so... Yeah. Young and vibrant, yeah, fresh, fresh face, and that's a yeah. great. She's brilliant. That's a great scene. She's great. She's 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 just great as that yeah. character. Who f- and it was the first time they were like calling out that Bond is a bit of a sexist. Yeah, you know what I mean. And also, you but know. but the nice thing was that she did actually give a shit. You know, it's like the yeah. first time yeah. she's she's still in charge. But like the other M's were like, all right, Bond, yes, it's very dangerous. Okay. They're like looking at their lunch or looking at their cards going, waving him out the door. Yes, I'm sure you'll survive, whatever. Even if you don't, we've got plenty more. But she's like, you know, oh, and Bond, come back alive. And there's that there's that little moment between them. But yeah. 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 And uh, no, she's a bad. badass. So to have that and then have Q come on with his fucking Zimmer frame that shoots bananas at whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the and like it's like oh, tell me when James is coming because I want to put a I want to put a cast on my leg and I want to come out in a wheelchair <laughs> yeah. and he's going to ask me was I in an accident <laughs> and then I'll tell him no, it was a hunting accident and it, and then I'll I fired and, and can, can, can we get a mannequin set up so I can yeah. I can shoot the cast of the mannequin oh here he comes quick here he How comes because he's sitting like, there he's maybe there for like <laughs> yeah, yeah. two hours yeah it was like a surprise birthday party or something a surprise blow up his leg party thing you know it's like yeah. what, you know. It's just, yeah, ab- like, absolute, like, yeah, and like, like, at that age, like, he's, yeah, like, what kind of work is he doing? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's just, you know, he's just doddering about the place, you know, he's just, <laughs> fuck him, get redundancy, give, give him a package, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. And know. he gives him that special clicky pen. Did, did any of you click uh, count the clicks? Oh, no. that pen should have blown up about twenty times during the movie. Yeah, not the most unrealistic thing in the movie, though. I think that was Alex Trevelyan falling two hundred feet and not dying just so he could get yeah. crushed by a big, <laughs> a big thing two minutes later. Because the bad guy always, ha- yeah, the bad guy can't just yeah. get hit by a bus, you know, yeah. or get shot. Yeah. But- that's too hard. But, be, but best um, best death line of Bond delivering to the um, to oh, Trevelyan. Where he goes, for England, James? No, for me. Yeah. Release yeah. death for for yeah. Ireland. <laughs> no, I'm actually a secret agent. Up the raw. <laughs> for England, James. <laughs> Up the raw. <laughs> he <laughs> drops him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's gonna there's to be some some edit somewhere <laughs> if there isn't Trev, we'll do it we'll do it for this for this episode yeah. Yeah. alan alan i've got alan uh cummings uh, his boris portrayal his boris accent worse that like that's the worst russian accent i've seen in the movie yeah it's up there with um connery and uh, hunt for Red october uh, <laughs> yeah that's pretty bad in yeah. that it's non-existent yeah. 
Yeah, I am invincible. I am invincible. He's. I mean, it, and I, like, I like his character, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny though. I, like, it, like it's just all the stuff. Like, it's like pre-internet internet chat where it's like nobody really knows what the internet is. So yeah. it's like when you like, like they're hacking, and it's like, it's like you know him hacking like the CIA is him entering into a keyboard. Please hack the CIA. Return. <laughs> yeah. uh, Do you wish yes. to sh- hack the CIA? Y for <laughs> slash N. Yeah, y slash N. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. which one is it again? It's Y. It's Y. Hit Y. And then it's like they're hacking him back and he's like, I'm going to send a spike so I can ping back a message to them and I will find out where they are from. And then he's just like typing in S-P-I-K-E return. And then he's like, do do you want to send a spike? Yes. I I (laughs) kind of like like, that though. I like that. I like the way movies do. But then it's got the map, which you've seen. Yeah, the map of the world. You've seen in so many movies. Uh, I kind of like that though. It's like she's... And do you know what that that showed off um, uh, Natalia's expert knowledge mm. of capital yeah. cities of countries because it was just popping. It was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not in Sydney, yeah, yeah. not in New York, Barcelona, <laughs> Madrid, yeah. Kuala Lumpur, yeah. uh, Zaire, yeah. you know. <laughs> Kuala Lumpur, Cape Town, yeah, it's just like <laughs> not in Sarajevo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, she yeah, knew them straight away. Like how did she? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, I yeah, mean, she's very smart. Yeah. She's, a, she's a smart, smart Bond girl. My last thing on the cutting room floor that I have is when Bond enters Cuba in the helicopter with you know his his partner in crime, PIC, um, or partner in anti crime, PIAC. Uh, he's in the plane and he's looking for the base which is clearly hidden because the Janus group like to you know they're undercover and like he can't find them he can't find them and rather and they they, like what do they do they fire a rocket at him and then they they set a helicopter after him it's like he was going to go home he was was like right we just go back to the hotel and have a shag yeah Yeah. he's going to go yeah he's going to go back to the hotel bing bamboozy get on the blower to M couldn't find them. It's a washout. <laughs> and then, you know, okay, James, yeah. come back alive. And then the film is over. So they yeah. the firing rockets at them, giving away their, yeah. our, their, their position. Shall we play our hand then, by firing these rockets? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then sending, uh, you know, I want to fuck on a top uh, in the helicopter to attack him. Um, you know, mm. and then when she's jumping off the helicopter, like, so, so they, they blow up his, his, his plane. He's on the ground. He's dizzy. He looks up. He sees their helicopter coming. She's jumping off the helicopter on a massive piece of rope. And it, she's fallen down to him, which seems like like three minutes of her just coming down on a rope. And, he just, and he's just looking up at her yeah. slack jawed yeah. for like, yeah. oh, oh. It in the I, headlights. I could re- yeah, 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 yeah. I could react here. I just don't have enough time to jump out of the way. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then her death was kind of funny, like the whole kind of she's attached to the airplane and it pulls her in the tree. Yeah, I remember in she, in the in the cinema watching that, yeah. and it just being a kind of a. I think there was a collective. Well, with me anyway, maybe I, I thought there was a collective confusion as to whether she was dead or not, or just trapped in a yeah. tree. And part yeah. of me thought, is she going to come back? Just having this like news. your man and like Later. your man and Die Hard or something, but. I yeah. don't know, or else her eyes. 
post credit scene, her eyes open and she's up in the tree. She starts <laughs> the Bond post credits uh, scenes. What they're famous yeah, for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Bond <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. cinematic universe, the BCU. Yeah, <laughs> the BCU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we have anything else for the cutting room floor or or plot holes? Um, I think when Pierce Brosnan is looking for Xenia on a top and he goes onto the to the boat. Oh yeah. He just kills this poor boat boy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've got a license to I've like, got a license was, to kill. It was just yeah. like a fourteen year old who's just boy. like there cleaning boats. He was oh, hardly yeah. a threat. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. you. I mean? I've had a bad day. Yeah, he he's he's har- he's hardly <laughs> privy to the grand master plan. Uh, yeah. that's going on. It was really <laughs> Actually, I don't know why she had to k- have sex and kill that admiral guy because well they were getting they were getting hey, his don't, keys. Don't, don't, no need to kink shame. No, he ju- he, he, the- she just hands his she, she gets his uh his pass or something. Did she have to get to to get on yeah. to the thing where the helicopter was? And she and she's and just the- with some other dude dressed as a as an admiral. So could she not have just uh, taken it out of his pocket uh, or something? Did done a little bit of pickpocketing? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. It's all part of the thrill. And when she kills him and um, by squeezing him to death, like her buddy, the general guy, is the guy obviously that takes the fob out of yeah. his jacket. Which means that like her buddy was like just there in the room looking at them riding. Like oh, yeah. what was he doing? Yeah. Another just, one of their kinks. Yeah, it, I, yeah, yeah. Another but perversion. The um. The, the scene where she robs the helicopter, um, she's walking through and... No, no, the, the actual pilots are walking towards the plane and she comes out from the, the alleyway yeah. and she's like, hi guys, and they're like, ooh. Uh, and one of the pilots goes, I think I've died and gone to heaven. And she goes, not yet. And then she shoots him. Uh, yeah. That guy, his credit in the credits is uh, Mr. Go to Heaven. <laughs> that's, his, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the name they gave him in the, in the credits, which is kind of cool. Like a Bond the, boy. The guy, Bond boy. The, the guy with the dark hair is the stuntman who was ah. Pierce Brosnan's uh, Bungie guy, stunt, stunt double. double. And he, his name's Wayne Michaels. And he, the guy, it's the guy with the darker hair. He performed the... The famous bungee jump, oh, the and there was BJ loads guy. of there was loads of little scenes because this was all during the the watch along with Pierce, watch along with Pierce, where um, mm. he said that like he kind of came in like he was he was buzzed up to like you know be Bond and he wanted to do a lot of the stunts and stuff. Yeah. Um, and someone asked one of the questions into him was like you know what stunts did you do for yourself, and so he was just like well. You know, had a l- I wanted to do a lot, but <laughs> yeah. you learn pretty quickly. Just leave it to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> so Pierce Brosnan just said that he basically did a lot of running and <laughs> ducking. But then there was one scene where he jumped off the top of a truck, like and onto like a ground mat, you know. Yeah. And uh, like again, he was in the middle of a story. And he goes, "Oh, oh, I did that one." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was like a really yeah. small jump yeah. onto a ground man. Yeah, in the scene, Bond like <laughs> stumbles off a curb. Oh, that was one of my own ones. Uh, yeah. yeah, I went down on my yeah. knees yeah. then, came back up again. That was me. That was all me. <laughs> that was oh all wait, me. no, was just the me. going up part. Hmm. But even like you know the to go back to the, to the bungee jump, and I know we talked about the start, but mm. the 
it took them weeks, I think even months to to shoot that because the conditions had needed to be perfect. There had to be like no wind oh, in order yeah. for them to drop and not move in because of the slope of the Yeah, not, not get dam. slammed against it. Yeah. yeah, and they 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 cut down trees um and they cut down pieces of wood uh like logs of wood that weighed the same as the stuntman and they were testing the bungee and every time they threw it down it would just smash against the wall jesus so it it came to the point so pierce was just like oh they got yeah i'll leave it to the pressure i don't think he was ever going to do that stunt but wayne uh when wayne michaels finally went to do it and he did the run and you know i actually love how when he's getting close to the camera, it's at that point that he just throws the rope over his head. So like, you know, you don't see his face. Yeah. Yeah. is him. Um, when he finally went to do it, there was an Italian crane operator. Um, and he just looked up just before he did the swan dive and the, the crane operator just like blessed himself. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the last thing he saw before he jumped, which could have been to his death. Oh, my God. That'd make you fucking fall, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. And he, I think I think he did it twice for the actual take. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So like, uh, so two takes. angles. Yeah. Well, I suppose they would have shot like, it from, yeah. <laughs> let's get more than one camera on why this did, why didn't we bring yeah why didn't we bring two cameras <laughs> <Shit>. obviously <laughs> <laughs> whose job was that hard going fair play to him I think he should have I don't know if they got any stunt awards but if we were giving yeah. out like I know we've done this but like back at the Oscars be stunt man to that man alone stunt work. and also to the miniature mm. the miniatures artists you know, yeah for special yeah. I like, I like, I like cool. seeing miniatures yeah. You know, it's a sort of thing where if a miniature blows up, you never mind it because it's a real thing getting exploded. Even if yeah. even if yeah. it looks like a miniature and you know it's a miniature and you're like, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of crack. Yeah, yeah. But the, no, the, it, I, the, the, it looked really cool, the miniatures. They yeah. should, they sh- they should have, um, I know they've been kind of, there's been talk of like a best stunt team or best stunt performance uh, in the Oscars um for for many years i mean it might it yeah. might yeah. It, i mean it probably will happen at some stage but it's kind of it, yeah it is mad that they never yeah like if you can do best costume yeah like design yeah. why can't you do best stunt you know what i mean like because they do yeah. they do incredible things while hiding their faces and looking as much like the actor they're portraying oh, as yeah. possible like you know it's kind of yeah it's a it's a tough job for quotes I've got well. There's not a lot of memorable. Well, you you tell me now. Well, my my favorite line is when he says directly into camera, "My name is James Bond." That classic <laughs> quote he always says. Yeah. Or sometimes Shaken. he says, "James Bond is my name." <laughs> yeah. They're the only ways yeah. he says it. Well, I I have uh, his um, his quips. Like I I think they're so bad, but. He just embraces the badness, <laughs> yeah. like the the bit where he uh, like the, it's a really bad one when the, he's in the helicopter strapped in, and like the Sean Bean leaves him to die, oh. and they they have the they have the helicopter set to detonate yeah. a rocket, and, and they have the big the big up. eject button that he can hit with his head directly beside his head. Yeah, yes. clever, yeah, clever yeah, move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on that, why would you like? Have you ever seen a helicopter with an eject button? Surely that's lethal. That's like a decapitation device. 
like yeah. helicopter stone of a jackpot. Oh yeah, yeah, you'd go straight <laughs> up into the blades. <laughs> like if anything, you should have <laughs> a. If anything, it should be like a, a plane where they get rid of the poo. It should be like a an underneath compartment. Yeah, yeah, but he got he got like nowhere to go it, though. He's he's going. It's 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 on the ground. Yeah, yeah but from a from oh, a design from perspective, a flying perspective, perspective, for a, for, yeah. for if you're in the air, you need to get out of a helicopter. I think the whole I think the whole top trap door top comes off and the blades. I actually I can't even remember. And then and then you've got blades just spinning. Like what well, if they're over a busy town? You've just got blades spinning around the town. Collateral damage, Trev. Yeah, just yeah. We got to get this one guy home. Um, so yeah, but after all that crap happens, he just goes, "The things I do for frequent flyer mileage." It's like you're in a helicopter. There's no what are you talking about? <laughs> um, and then uh, and then like the first his opening line is when he's like he comes down the 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 the, the air vent like Spider Man upside down and taps the guy who's reading the newspaper and is like you know beg your pardon forgot to knock and it's like. The guy, he's a he's a trained Russian operative. Like he's just, yeah, he's going for a shit. He's in a vulnerable position, but he like puts down the the newspaper and just kind of goes, uh-huh. and just like let's let's Bond deliver a line and then punch him in the face. He's like the worst soldier like ever in a movie. Um, but that line, I just have as kind of a. So I don't really have favorite quotes, but I've kind of got favorite worst the, quotes. Um, one of my favorite favorite worst quotes is at the beginning when he's being evaluated by the psychiatrist or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's as the camera is moving and moving away, and he says like a very thorough evaluation, yeah, and I actually yeah, went, yeah. Ew, "Ew, creepy bud, icky," and like need to say that, and the ca- and that card are in, like he presses the button and the Bollinger pops yeah. out, and it's like pre fro pre chilled. Like, that's the shit that's kind of that's like Roger Moore stuff, like having pre meditated sex fiend. That's yeah. <laughs> that's what yeah 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 for the lexicon i just have brosnan like this is the movie that put brosnan into the global mm. stratosphere into the lexicon brought bond back um, after a long absence if did if this, yeah, actually this true. wasn't a sure thing before yeah. it came out and they got the right man for the job at the right time um yeah. uh, and there was a lot of back and forth because it was like Dalton was still in contract up to a point yeah. and then there was so much back and forth and there were some licensing issues then they couldn't come up with a good script and they, this concept of Goldeneye and what yeah, it was. Couldn't get the license to, to kill, engaged. renewed. It was all yeah. red tape. <laughs> Filled out the wrong part of the form <laughs> to get another form. <laughs> you know how it goes. Yeah. Like all that stuff was happening and Dalton's contract expired. He, three, he was meant to do three movies but his contract went out of renewal and he i think he had an option to get back in he's like nah fuck it. i'm i'm, I'm mm. done because he was like a thespian like shakespearean guy he he never really wanted to be bond i don't think um, shouldn't have, should have, hey, <laughs> should have made two bond movies he should have made two bond movies there's your yeah. first mistake yeah. tim <laughs> yeah 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 uh but their their first we're kind of getting into trev's trivia here mm-hmm. but uh the first choice was well they had neeson uh mm. then mel gibson and uh, Hugh Grant were all offered the role. Yeah. Uh, while Hugh Grant w- would be awful. Rafe Ray, Ray, Ray yeah. Fiennes. Yeah, Hugh Grant would be terrible. Yeah, Rafe Ray Fiennes was the next in line if yeah. Bosnan said no. He would have been um, great. Which, he would have been good, yeah. But he's a good M. In the, oh, yeah. I do yeah, like yeah. him as M. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, is he, does he have the looks, Ray Fiennes? Oh, yeah. Like, does he? Yeah, I think so. 
Speaking of um, almost costs, the baddie, did any of you see this? So the, the Sean Bean guy? Yes. Oh, was, yeah. Alan Rickman or Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, they, they want him to be like a, yeah, an older... Both would have been fantastic, yeah. Yeah, Hopkins. I would have lo- I'd, lo- I'd, I'd love to see Hopkins as a bad... Like, he, he's got Bond villain all over him. Like, he would be... What if the a, villain was um, Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so nice to see yeah. you, Mr. Bond. Uh, yeah. Pierce Brosnan said that he would he would um, return to play a villain. The Bond movies, yes, to play mm. a villain. He said if they asked him, he would. He really? said that during the watch along. Yeah. If oh. I was asked to come back as a villain, of course I would. That would be uh, terrible. Terrible. They have they, <laughs> yeah, trying to, try to uh, com- compute. It'd, it'd be too be distracting. They'd have to do what they do. And and destroy half of his face because that's how they indicate someone yeah, is evil. Yeah, 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 some yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, because you have to take away their beauty. Hey, Trev's watch watch. Oh yeah. The if ever a watch watch has a Trev's watch watch, then this watch watch Bond watch does. <laughs> certainly one of them. <laughs> hey, Correct me if I'm wrong. Omega, Trev, is it an Omega? The, hey, it's hey, it is. It's a it's an Omega Seamaster three hundred meter blue dial. Yeah, <laughs> is that a good watch? Oh, look, for ninety I, for ninety five, is it a good watch? Yeah. So basically, what happened was the so Bond has always been affiliated with the Rolex Submariner, and that's what Con- Connery wore. Um, it's like the it's a bond. It's like a it's a proper dive watch, yeah. but it's a very yeah. expensive watch. Um, and it, it it was meant to show that Bond was like. You know, he was athletic and fit, and he swam. But he was also like, you know, he had he had good taste or whatever. But like, he 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 works for the for the fucking like he, he's got a navy background. He's got like he wouldn't be able to afford a Rolex. Yeah. So Omega, even though they're very expensive watches, they're not as expensive as um as Rolexes. So the production designer was like, no, no, an Omega C or an Omega Seamaster is the exact watch that somebody of his background of his ilk would wear. So she pitched it to the director, and he was like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> like, he's like, "Whatever, whatever." Talk like, to Trevor Brown. Yeah, I don't care about yeah. watches as much <laughs> yeah, as you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the watch guy. <laughs> so, um, and apparently, I think Bro- Brosnan was delighted because he was a, a big fan of the watch. He loved it. Um, it was also one of the first times they would have wore a dive watch with a tux, which is a bit of a faux pas. Um, but now, but now it's a cool thing. Now all the cool kids in were, watch etiquette. In watch etiquette, mm. yeah, there's certain things you don't do. Like you don't wear a dive watch with a suit. You don't wear a dive watch with a leather strap. All these silly little things that they have. These rules. They call them desk divers. Guys that sit at desks and fucking work on spreadsheets, <laughs> and they wear these big dive watches for purely for fashion reasons, for aesthetics. But anyway, so yeah, it's the it's the Omega Seamaster. I, I think we've lost maybe ninety five percent of our <laughs> listeners at this point. Do you know? Do you um, know what I love though, Trev? I love that in all of this fantastical James Bond action adventure, we've you know we've talked about a number of plot holes, but the watch is is realistic because it's what he could afford on his government salary. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's the yeah. one thing that actually holds. Holds water. Yeah. Now he he'd have to save a bit now. He'd uh, well, I hope it doesn't hold water because it's a dive watch, Ed. It has to repel water. Oh, right. Am I right? Yeah. With that screwed out, with that screw down crown, no water gets in. But the oh, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> the uh, 
but the watch now you you can buy it still. Um, it, it, they stopped making it, but you can you can buy it on second hand sites, grey market stuff. You're still talking about two grand yeah. to buy it. Like, does it's, it come? It's, it's still does it come with a laser? Uh, it doesn't come with a laser, and not every Bond watch has gadgets attached to it. And funnily enough, what I thought was interesting was the Omega that Daniel Craig wears in his last movie has a built-in EMP, which just shows you how, how far they've come <laughs> along. Like in GoldenEye, they've got satellites and nuclear weapons to create an EMP. And then in the latest Bond movie, he just has one on his watch. He just presses a button and the whole fucking, <laughs> the whole six-mile radius just gets frazzled. Yeah, um, yeah, which, hey, full full circle. An Omega full circle. Uh, but yeah, there's true. <laughs> There's Trev's watch, watch baby. Nice, um, enjoyed that. Hey guys, are we ready for Trev's trivia? Hey, <laughs> I, I've we've actually covered a lot of the stuff that I have, so I, I'll just flick through it and I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Like, I, there's the little things like it, it was the most it was the most expensive Bond movie ever made at the time. It had a fifty million dollar budget, five hundred people. Whew, whoa, what a what a budget. Um, 500, 500 staff worked on the movie. We have all the stuff about the the nearly casts. Um, first female M, we know that. Uh, all the miniatures in Cuba and so yeah, so yeah, we knew that. Oh, in the Cuban and Siberian scenes, actually, specifically the Siberian scenes, all those miniatures for the snowy weather that was uh, cat litter and baking powder mixed together. Mm. That was that. That's what made the snow in in the Siberian. No way. Uh, over this, yeah, all the pla- the planes were miniatures. They actually had like remote control RV planes um, that they blew up and shot. So a lot of the planes, like the plane that he jumped out after, um, all the planes at the start, the plane that got shot down by the um, by the rocket in Cuba, they were all they were all miniatures. Um, Shaken not stirred. Here's one for you. Why do why does Bond shake and not stir his martinis? This is more of a Bond trivia than a, than a specific movie trivia. Okay. you sh- When you shake it, you're just putting in the alcohol and you're shaking it around and you pour the drink. But if you stir it, you have to put something in and stir it around. And it could be, you could put, um, you could put poison on a stick or poison in a straw and spike him. Is that why? You're nearly there. Really? You're nearly there. So he's shaking it. So he's diluting it more. And by diluting it more, it's more watery, and he would taste the poison if it has been spiked. Really? So it's, oh, it, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there's more water from the ice that's breaking through when you shake it. But the the line was fluffed by Connery. Like he'd actually, it was kind of reverse engineered. He meant to, it, it. Like in the books, he stirred it. He didn't shake it. But Connery goes shake and not stirred, and it was like keep that. I like that. Sounds better. And then they kind of backed into that other theory about why would an agent shake it and not stir it, and they kind of come up with that. Mm. So yeah, mm. hey, once once star review, guys. Before we make our decision, let's let's see what the IMDb folk are saying down in the one star section. So this is a uh, because of him. This is the name of this guy, uh, and his title of his review is not all believable. Mm. So yeah, not all <laughs> of this is believable, guys. So just <laughs> before you watch this film, just so you know, not all of it's real. Not all of it's believable. I've, uh, <laughs> I'm a bit of a, uh, I've got a I'm high, a bit of a cinephile, of a, uh, suspend your disbelief, guys. Yeah. I'm no scientist, but I've got a good level of validity <laughs> behind what's real and what's not real, <laughs> just through my life experience. And I can tell you, not everything in this film is real, okay? Sonny Jim, uh, 
Warning spoilers. The beginning is very good and typical of Bond movies. Oh, and typical of Bond movies. So, I don't know what that means. Like, but Bond is in it. Um, after the credits, the movie degrades quickly. There is gratuitous porn seen shortly after Bond meets a Russian woman. The woman is shown on top of a man and she makes all the orgasm sounds while bopping up and down <laughs> as he lay on his back. <laughs> yes. All the uh, orgasms. All the orgasms. written by a 10-year-old. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then he pees they're, inside her and a baby is born. Yeah, they're doing all of the sex things on the camera screen. Um, and, comma, not just for a couple of seconds. <laughs> He's still talking about the sex scene. It's gone on for way too long. Then the movie... De- you got to stop, watch out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the movie degrades even further when the scene turns to Russia at a secret lab where not only do all the Russians speak accented English, but their computer images are all in English also, and their passwords are also in English. <laughs> and, the ma- and, the- <laughs> and their wall maps are also in English. <laughs> oh, my God. Which... <laughs> I, this guy's from the face. This is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I looked up Pierce Brosnan. It turns out he's an yeah. actor, not a spy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why didn't they just subtitle the what they're saying instead of subtitling all of the walls? <laughs> yeah. For a movie to be good, it has to mimic reality. Had this movie used Russian language with English subtitles and left out the porn, it would have been very good. Otherwise, sorry, Boris. And end of review. Sorry, Boris. It's a good review, though. It was a good review. Oh. I'm going to give this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but that, Boris. But that is funny. I. It is funny. I do love that idea of like them. Like the passwords are like you know chair and bottom and boobs and but yeah it's all English words. Chair and, is the and worst the password are, ever. Yeah, chair, yeah. For a and, Russian hacker. Yeah, you can. Something you sit on is the is the. But, yeah, but you cannot ass. take it with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for her to say that, and she was like, "What's another name for your bottom?" Ass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You've got you've got three minutes, James. The same three minutes you gave me. What does he mean? It means he's gonna go bang bang to the train. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh yeah. man, that's yeah. that's one of the funniest one star reviews. That's it's a good, a good one. one. It is a good one. Say, but well done. <laughs> yeah, tearing well done down, to, uh, tearing down the false reality of James Bond movies. Of James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone had yeah. to do it, and someone had to do it, and because of him. Yeah was the torchbearer of this campaign. Uh, look, do, what do we do with this? Like, I, I, I was very conflicted watching them because I'm, I'm kind of going, is it a good film? Am I, it's like, mm. it's like the, 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 the scales of justice. And on one scale, it's, is it a good film? And then the other scale is, am I having fun? And <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> that's a tricky one. Fuck yeah. man, that's some high and, uh, stakes for a movie to... Yeah, 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 yeah. If I, I was, I'd, I'd make a very bad judge. You know, <laughs> is it legal or did I enjoy this proceeding? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was I enthralled yeah. by the evidence? Yeah, <laughs> by the evidence, and uh, didn't it's catch a good me. Story. Didn't yeah, catch me. Didn't, uh, didn't yeah. grab me. 
empirical yes entertaining no um but i i i, I great crack watching this i i liked uh I, I enjoyed it. It's che- It is cheesy. It's much more. It's much cheesier than I remember it being. I thought it was a grittier film. My, I don't know why. My memory of it was that it was grittier, but it, obviously it's not a gritty yeah. film. It's. It, but like when you look at like the Craig stuff gets very heavy. Um, a lot of Daniel Craig's movies like are, are shite. Like mm. Quantum of Solace, I thought was pretty mm. shite. Um, the Spectre was pretty shite like skyfall is good except you know it's a film that starts good and then it ends up like home alone like no time to die like casino royale was good and casino royale was directed by the same guy that directed this um little treasury but i yeah like it was kind of like a breath after watching that big arc that 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 craig brought his bond on this was a bit of a breath of fresh air. You're not going back to the Roger Moore ultra mega cheesiness of the eighties, but or the seventies. But it's just, yeah, a nice balance. And you touched on it earlier on, where you're saying it's like this guy's got everything. He's got the, it's a bit fluffy, but it's a bit of grit. And yeah, I I I think he um, I think I think Brosnan nailed it. I, I, and I, it's not like the best Bond movie of all time, but it's in the top. It's in the top six or seven, I think. Um, it, it, it's in a, it's it's in contention for for conversation when you're talking about the best bonds. So yeah, I mm. would I put it in the vault. Fuck it, yeah, stick it in. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I know I've I know I've fought hard about other movies, and I get very finicky about like you know we've had we've gone to war on certain things, and I get very anal about like how rewatchable is it, and you know would you put it up against the Lord of the Rings or a, or a Godfather. It's kind of a different conversation or a different lens I'm applying to to, to this argument, um, and it's just it's fun. I would rewatch it again. I'd wa- I'd actually watch it if it was on now. If I was going to bed and if it was on the telly, I'd probably watch it again. It's just very easy to watch and rewatch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd stick it. I'd stick it in. I think it's a good movie. That's me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, look and mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. great watches. I, I'm a big Omega guy. Great, great Seamaster, great dive watch, you know, top of the pops. That helps me, that helps me kind of push it over the, over the ledge. And, uh, Dre, Dre what, do you, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm kind of torn to be mm. honest, like, cause, um, obviously opening, opening sequence. I love the bungee jump. It really gears you up for a great movie. Then the car chase, the, the sexy little car chase at the start fantastic but then it's kind of it, i don't know i i was a bit i was a bit bored i'm not gonna lie the only thing i was really enjoying was thinking about playing the video game <laughs> so for me i'm not sure if it's worthy of the vault i think i'd rather put the video game in the vault yeah okay oh. <laughs> final answer <laughs> well, I think for me, uh, I think we should definitely put the video game in the vault. Yeah. Um, but I think we should put Goldeneye in the vault because I, I think, like you're saying, Trev, it's definitely not the the greatest Bond movie. And as much as I like Casino Royale, and I really did like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I'd rather, I'd rather yeah. watch. Pierce Brosnan, you know, smashed through a wall with a tank and then readjust his tie like nothing happened. 
then see yeah. Daniel Craig have his testicles smacked repeatedly <laughs> in a yeah, dark, yeah, dusty yeah, room. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun. Brosnan is is perfect. You know, he's like, yeah. It's one of those things where you, you can you can well. say what you like about. Yeah. You know, cast perfect castings, and not every Bond has been up to scratch. But that's like one of those things where, yeah, he's absolutely born to play that role. And it's yeah. it it's in that sweet spot of it's just before the internet, so it's got computers, mm. but they're old fashioned computers. It's got that. Mm. It's got yeah, kind of yeah. one foot in the old, one foot in the new. And yeah. the Brosnan Bonds got kind of worse, and then they just. Jason Bourne came in and Mission Impossible came in yeah. and they had to they had to change how they made them. So it's kind of like yeah. it's old school, but it's not dated in a way. And like you said, Trev, it's like yeah. one of those yeah. things where, yeah, if it's on, it's, you know, it's got its kind of set piece scenes, but it's got a bit of charm to it. It's a, it's a little bit of a groaner. You know, there's no yeah. mention of AIDS. There's no mention of... Uh, consent a lot of the time but but that's yeah. just james bond in general mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. i think i think it's worthy of the vault i think uh i think i'd put it in yeah nice nice two against one yeah yeah and the video I, game it's funny it's funny how born like ru- like it kind of ruined bond because yeah. it made Oh, this it, it, like this is this is the expectation that the audience have now. They want grit, and then like Bond went in that direction, and then in a weird way, I was thinking about it the other day. How like Bourne brought Bond over to the left, over to this other area, a darker, gritty area, and then it created this space for silly and fantastical espionage, yeah. which Mission Impossible then filled, yeah. which Mission Impossible could never get into that you know into that kind of not the market share but whatever you'd call it the mm-hmm. share of the of the audiences whatever so it was weird like we kind of yeah like bond went over here and the mission impossible filled that kind of you know fluffy yeah. area of like cool fun espionage which now mission impossible is nailing and you know the, the last couple of movies are fucking great crack um so now it's like yeah, yeah, it's like where does Bond go? Because does it does it circle back to to, to the happy, yeah, you know, I, fun I, side of things, or does it? I, I, I think that I think yeah. there's always been a sense with with the Bond movies that you know they go to different locations. It's epic. It's big scale. Mm. It's a little scarred man in a volcano who wants to blow up the whole fucking world. You know, so yeah. so it's 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 yeah. always been this kind of big thing, and yeah, Mission Impossible is getting to that point where it is pretty much James Bond but yeah. on fucking speed and yeah. crack and uh, Scientology thetans and it's like it's insane <laughs> so I think my prediction and I'll predict it on this podcast for James Bond 007 whenever he's rebooted with a younger actor playing him uh, it will be set in the 60s it, at the time the, the original thing. books were set because they've they've yeah. gone they've gone yeah. so far down this road they've run the the engine is just gone in this whole thing they can't yeah. they can't go any further with it so they're going to have to 
rejig it, reimagine it, or reboot yeah. it, or however you want to re say it. And yeah, I, think, I, I actually think do it. I had the exact I had the exact same thought, and I was thinking it they'll also get away with stuff because it's set at a time that was yeah. different, and they can kind of explain away why Bond thinks a certain yeah. way or does a certain thing. There'll be no, yeah. there'll be no and, Google, and there'll could, be no mobile they, phones, there'll be, it'll be more yeah. kind of, you know, like, like, like yeah. the like the old movies, like a kind of a detective yeah. thing with a bit of action, yeah. a bit of intrigue and espionage and sexiness. And yeah. Yeah. set in the 60s. Yeah. Don Draper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy be in a 60s set Bond He's maybe getting a yeah. bit too old, but still, he looks good. Uh, you'd squeeze one or two out of him, I think. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> hey, uh, that's what Ava- hey, that's what Anna Top said. Guys, been a pleasure. It's in the vault, Golden Eye, nice. and the game in the vault. Nice little marriage, match made in heaven. Pleasure talking to you guys. See you next time. There it is in the vault. A big thanks to Ed and Dre for giving their insights. And a big thanks to you for listening. And if you're listening this far, then it means maybe you're having a good time. Maybe you're enjoying the podcast. Maybe you want to listen to a little bit more. And if you do, jump on to whatever platform you're listening to this on. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a subscribe. Give us a review if you can. A nice five star would be nice. Nice juicy five star. The opposite to the one star IMDb reviews. Uh, We want five stars. All that stuff really helps. If you really like us, maybe jump over to Headstuff Plus. Give us a little bit of a subscribe there for a small, measly five euro price of a pint a month. You'll get access to bonus Sinistream content as well as bonus content for all the other podcasts on the Headstuff Plus network. So you're not just getting our stuff, you're getting all the other, like, Headstuff Plus is it's the best of Irish podcast content and you're getting backstage access to all those pods for fiver a month it's a no brainer it's a sweet deal do it if you can if you have the fiver we really appreciate it it really helps support not just our podcast but the wider podcast community in the Headstuff Plus network but anyway thanks for listening as always been a pleasure love yous talk to yous later bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. 
Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa. With over 50 years of sports betting experience, Fred is known in the UK for three things. Customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Waiters only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.